use of our time we're doing a short episode at this time you guys and <laughs> yeah, we're trying so, to keep uh, it quick yeah absolutely this is a two-track audio i'm nick he's charles if you're listening uh please rate and review the podcast uh if you could share it with a friend or share it on social media we'd or be with an enemy if you hate it yeah yeah that's it's it's true um so we're gonna do uh we had a lot of fun doing our history of rock and roll addendum blitz episode uh, last time, so we're gonna do another addendum blitz uh, again today. What's our what's our addendum blitz episode today, Charles? Uh, we're talking a little bit about the history of uh, punk rock leading into the grunge movement. Um, not to tip our hand, but we might have a pretty funky grunge-centered episode coming up for you all a little later. So uh, uh, hold on to your hats as far as that's concerned. Yeah, um, but like yeah. you know, grunge is basically hardcore punk done in seattle i i would say if i had to you know like uh, uh define it in a in a sense mm-hmm. oh sure um well according to according to the interwebs it would say it's it's the intersection of, of punk and metal mm-hmm. but really to i i feel like to understand uh grunge is it's sort of it, it definitely is a synthesis of the two genres in some way but it 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 doesn't develop from metal at all but it really does seem to like develop out of this whole evolution of punk music and so yeah, i think it's important yeah. to like you know punk punk is sort of this reaction against the sort of um uh i don't know up its own assness that that rock and roll got into in the 70s mm-hmm. is that right mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and i i feel like the american punk that grunge develops out of is maybe even like a further reaction against like English post-punk, which then kind of started going up its own ass again in a different way. You know what I mean? So like you have like the initial punk bands in like New York, which influenced the punk bands in the UK. And then they kind of became like pretty quickly became like, uh, you know, kind of like ska punk kind of bands like the specials or like uh, Mm -hmm. um, Joy Division kind of like alternative rock bands or whatever. Um, and, uh, and not to you, go off on yeah. too too much of a tangent, but didn't um, didn't one of Big Star's uh, members do some sort of weird like punk uh, soundscape music for a bit? Yeah, well, uh, Alex Chilton, the the one of the lead singers and guitarists in in, in Big Star, um, and the lead singer and lead guitarist on their second two albums. I guess just the first album he was kind of co those things but uh he did pretty much after so the first two big star records are like really polished and he kind of like reacted against that a little bit and like did for the most of the rest of his career these pretty like stripped down and often kind of spontaneously recorded sort of records like like big star's third record which is called third is like uh pretty like you know the musicians would be learning the songs for the like playing the songs for the first time when they were on record and stuff and um he was also in this like kind of like southern gothic punk experimental group called the panther burns oh that's what um, i'm thinking of for a while yeah yeah but um yeah i mean like so yeah that's where that's where punk went i guess in the 
the mid to late 70s is that right yeah and then and and then into the 80s you have kind of like the famous like uh la and and dc and like minneapolis punk scenes which i feel like informed grunge pretty but but that's interesting i hadn't even thought about the heavy obviously there's a metal connection like mm-hmm. i guess to different bands to different degrees like i feel like pearl jam don't seem very metally to me but like mm-hmm. Soundgarden's like real metal, like oh, they're basically sure, a metal band. They just yeah. like don't have guitar solos or whatever, like mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and Nirvana certainly have that influence too. Mm-hmm. But it's tough um, though because you don't see a whole lot. Like as far as the Sonics go, I guess you can see you can see metal being involved. But I don't mm-hmm. see a whole lot of the uh, like the creative influence coming from uh metal i don't know sure sure no no i think like i i think it's probably the case and i think this was the case with like because there's some punk bands too that have a definite definite like metal kind of thing going on like um mm-hmm. uh what do you call them um uh, oh shoot uh so so like the replacements were sort of notably like um they liked some of the band members at least liked kind of metal bands and stuff. They, they did like a kiss cover on their th- uh, third sure. record, let it be. And like now the kiss were like, they're kind of a metal band, I guess. Um, they had a I, kiss actually had a record. Uh, I was made for loving you charted on the, on the disco charts. Back yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. Right. I guess like, yeah, I don't, I don't know much of kisses. That's a pretty good song. I, I like, like I was made for loving you, but uh um, and then like um, Black Flag are a band that like really wore their um, uh, uh, Black Sabbath influence on their sleeve in a big sure. way. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think well, it's probably a thing of like you know like like if you're a guy or or, or a gal in you know the upper uh, the like the, the the Pacific Northwest, and maybe like bands aren't coming through all the time. And you have this kind of homegrown scene, like, I'm sure that if you were attracted to that kind of, like, heavier, like, just more distorted sort of guitar sound to kind of oversimplify it, like, metal is like a, like, you could find Black Sabbath records anywhere in the U.S., you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And and you'd have access to that. And, like, punk is maybe something at the time that you would kind of get into as you got more into music. And maybe that's the thing that, like electrifies you and sets you off and like makes you like want to be creative yourself absolutely to a degree but like you know metal is probably how you like get into you know i mean like um kurt cobain talks about like uh red by king crimson being a favorite album his that's a pretty metal kind of a record for sure you know i i think like that influences you know well that's a whole other thing is is uh, in a lot of instances, prog is not that different from metal, you know, in metal's early days. Which no, is, yeah, I don't, which is I don't quite think interesting. So. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that's maybe a little bit tangential. Um, but yeah, you have you have um, you have this metal uh, background influencing grunge, and you have uh, you know these punk groups that uh, grunge sort of develops out of, and you. Um, Oh, so there's uh, I hear sirens uh, in the background. I don't yeah, think that your com- mic is picking that up, but they're they're coming for me. Yeah, better better wrap this one up. Um, but yeah, you've you've got a lot of interesting things going on in the in the '80s. But what is it that really um, leads into into the grunge scene that we see in the, the the mid to late '80s and the '90s? Sure. Well, I mean, you have like this like hard American hardcore punk, um, which takes a lot of different forms. You know, band we talked about 
on the podcast previously, the Minutemen are kind of a part of that scene, which they are not a very like traditional punk kind of a band. Um, but like other bands like Husker Do, The Replacements, uh, Black Flag, who I, I mentioned, DOA, I don't know, there's like a bunch of them, you know, Minor Threat, I guess, Fugazi, like, um, they kind of developed this like indie scene across the U.S. Um, outside of like, you know, traditional record labels and stuff like that. And then I think there's this kind of like, I think what makes grunge interesting is, I think there's an alternative history where grunge could have just been the like, Seattle version of in the same way that like LA had like a specific sort of a punk sound and Washington DC had like a specific kind of a punk sound. Mm -hmm. I think that grunge could have just been Seattle's version of that with bands like Tad or whatever. Is that what they're called? Do you know that you know what I'm talking about? Tad? Is that what they're called? Thad, that band? Anyway, um or like Mud Honey or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um and like uh uh you know, I, I it could have just been, but but I it somehow like broke out into this like bigger kind of thing. I think that to me is what's really interesting about grunge is that it's this like very very alternative kind of music, which obviously had like hit potential and whatever. Like Kurt Cobain was trying to write like pop songs or whatever, and like clearly you know uh, the guys in Soundgarden could like write a good like commercial pop song for sure, you know, or whatever, right. um, whatever band it is. Um, but like, uh, you know, it just like broke out into the mainstream in such a crazy way. Um, I think a lot of that's down to REM too. I think REM, not a grunge band, but like an alternative band that like broke into the mainstream, um, in like the late eighties and early nineties in a pretty significant way. And I think kind of like, um, on an indie, la indie label. Um, and I think that that kind of paved the way for a lot of, you know, the kind of like weird, music that would become successful in the 90s you know mm -hmm. as the alternative became the mainstream so who's your uh <laughs> who's your favorite grunge group Charles? um the the grunge band i've listened to the most is soundgarden so i have to say them i mean sp okay. hey sp spoon man is great <laughs> that's a great song um chris cornell's uh james bond theme is good <laughs> You know, oh, which which Bond theme does he have? He does Casino Royale. Um, oh, you know okay, my yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like okay. It's like pretty good. Um, totally. But amongst those movies, we've talked about this obviously. But in those movies, I think it's 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 up there for me in the, in the Craig Bonds. Yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, how about you, Nick? What's your favorite grunge group? Well, if I could pick two, it'd easily be uh, Nirvana and, and Radiohead. You know, I think Nirvana captures... Interesting. Uh, Do you consider Radiohead a grunge group band? Not, I, yeah. I, I'm, not trying, so I I'm not trying to, like... like I'm not trying to... You know, I, I'm just curious. Because, again, not a band that I know a whole lot about. But I'm, yeah, I'm just so curious. It's, it's interesting that you say that. Because I have sort of always sort of assumed that they were. Because because I discovered them roughly at the same time as I discovered uh, grunge music as a whole. And um, and so I, I assumed that they were, but then I, like, read more about grunge, and, like, their name doesn't show up, and their name doesn't show up. And that is strange because they are an incredibly popular band. I would still advocate, yes, they're, they're a grunge band because based on uh, – based on the audience they appeal to you know like mm. you won't find very many people who like who like nirvana and pearl jam but don't like radiohead 
You know what I mean? Right. Um, hey, I mean, The Simpsons uh, defined grunge as guitar rock utilizing nihilist grunge energy. And I think that, um, <laughs> I think that, uh, 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 you know, I think radio had probably fallen to that. I mean, certainly creep is like super grungy. Oh, oh you know, yeah. yeah. You know, like the the kind of quiet, loud, quiet thing is like super. Uh, oh, but I then forgot, I, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Homer Simpson's grunge band probably will be up there as well. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. I'm I'm looking at the. What are they? What are they called? Uh. Sadgasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no uh, they're great they're great known for their hits uh shave me and politically incorrect oh Uh, amazing yeah great one thing that makes (laughs) (laughs) the simpsons is a fascinating tv show but we'll Mm -hmm. have to get into that another time maybe you're a fan right i i have seen a lot of the simpsons i don't know if i could say i i feel i have mixed feelings about the simpsons i've I've seen they, they are very funny like i mean it is like a funny show I, uh, I don't know sure. that I've ever seen a full episode, but I know oh, people are very interested in it hey, for very different s- reasons. Seasons like four through ten, incredible. I, sure. I I kind of fall off after that. I think I've watched all of that, but uh, um, right, yeah. So that's that's that. Yeah. Um, I think that does it for the addendum blitz episode. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you so, uh, haven't listened to you this audience, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Edit uh, that out. <laughs> wow, that's so grunge. Okay, um, yeah, I know. Uh, we're gonna cease recording in three, two, one.